Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Cork's Red FM. All right, folks, good evening. Hope you're well on this Sunday evening. Rory and Kieran here with you until 7 p.m. this evening, and we have a packed hour of sport coming your way. We'll have reaction from the All-Ireland Champions. Done more after their epic extra time win today. More reaction from Moran Abbey after they were crowned All-Ireland Champions last night. We'll hear from Father O'Neill's after they were crowned Munster Champions today down Fraher Field. Also on the show tonight, we're going to look back on Munster's uh, draw with uh, Rassling last night. Uh, very entertaining draw at Tolman Park. Indeed, we'll hear from their head coach, Johan van Gran a little bit later on in the show. A lot to cover over the next hour. We're listening to the Big Red Bench on Corksville FM. If you want to get in touch, 0868-104-106. Sheffield United currently leading Manchester United, Kieran. Could this be the end of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? Might reach your Pochettino waiting by the phone for a call from Ed Woodward. Uh, they might have seen your tweet a short while ago. Yeah, um, I, yeah. it was a very original tweet. No one else has had this idea, right? So I tweeted saying, Ole out Poch in question mark. I mean, like, it's it's revolutionary thinking. No one else has thought that Pochettino should come in and take over Manchester United and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer should be but, sacked. Uh, sacked. <laughs> Do Arsenal want him as well? Uh, well, yeah. Um, you know. Yeah, why not? Um It'll be interesting times. I don't. Although Schalke, he did. They were on a bad run of no win in six games or something. Was it on the road mm. or on the trot? And now they've gone other than today uh, or before today, five games in a row in all competitions um, with good results. So it's not actually. He hasn't done too bad in the last few games anyway. Sheffield United leading 2-1. Brandon Williams just pulled a goal back from Manchester United. An absolutely cracking finish inside the box. But yeah, um, United out of ideas. They don't look good at all, at all, at all. No John Egan as well for Sheffield United today, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, I don't think Sheffield United mind too much if they get the win. They're really on fire at the moment. They're Sheffield. a very well-drilled team. They're a very well-organised team. They're very well-coached. Um, like you can see like how well-coached they are. They work very, very hard indeed. And it seems to be um, a great team spirit there as well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're a pleasure to watch, actually. And Man United are out of ideas trying to break them down here. Yeah, a uh, busy day of sporting action starting with uh, ladies football. Dunamore, there they've been crowned All Ireland Junior Club champions. They've beaten Mikhail Rovers in today's final in Ballina Slow after extra time. One twelve to one eleven was how that finished. Mikhail Rovers had uh, a shot on goal with the last kick. Uh, very alike Morn Abbey last night, yeah. but it just dropped short and fell into the keeper's hands. But uh, Rena Buckley was delighted with her clubs in. Okay, uh, we'll catch her anyway in a bit. Uh, Father O'Neill's, uh, she's off celebrating. Father O'Neill's are the AIB Munster Intermediate Hurling Champions. They've beaten Bally Saggart of Waterford in the AIB Munster Intermediate Championship final. 215 to 17 points was how that game finished. Tipperary's Boris Lee have won their first Munster Club Senior Hurling Championship since 1986. A vital Kieran Marigold in the second half saw them beat reigning champions Bally Gunner of Waterford by a single point. Uh, 112 to 111. 11 was the final score in Parkier Rain. Uh, Borsley really wrote off going into that match. 
Um, yeah, I mean, like they had one thirty-three years. Manchester United just equalised as well, by the way. So it's now a Sheffield United two, uh, Manchester United two, Mason Greenwood with the equaliser there for the Red Devils. After us, just talking about how great Sheffield United were. But yeah, Boris Lee, um, not tipped going into this game. Um, they celebrated with Paddy the Cockerel as well, which is an interesting right. story. They had um, a cockerel basically as part of the celebrations, as part of club lore. But look, um, I watched a little bit of it today. Um, conditions not great, obviously, in Parky Rin. Uh, pitch very, very heavy. Um, heavy rain meant it wasn't um, uh, a classic by any stroke of the imagination. But I think Barcelona will care the first time in 33 years they've won the Munster Club Championship. Yeah, so a fantastic win for them. Locally, uh, the under 21A hurling championship semi final took place in the Parky Creek 4 G pitch for Moy, uh, defeating Nemo Rangers there 2 11 to two goals and eight points. That was uh, one of three games in Parky Cueve 4G pitch uh, today. Uh, Castle Martyr going up against Kilbreen, the under 21B hurling championship. That one has just thrown in. Meanwhile, in the Premier under Premier 2 under 21 hurling championship, Ride Rovers taking on Ahabullock at the same venue. So, uh, again, very good value for your money there if you go to that three games in a row but that one getting underway at 7.30 in football in the Premier League as uh, Roar mentioned Man United have just equalised there 2-2 is how that stands um, elsewhere Rangers uh, beating Hamilton 3-1 their Scottish Premiership clash this afternoon Stephen Gerrard's side now go level with Celtic again at the top of the table with the hoops ahead on goal difference in the FAI Intermediate Cup third round Cockhill Celtic and Middleton drew one all up in Donegal good result for Middleton there I think uh, when they go all the way up there yeah a safe trip back to them um, yeah heading up that long distance and getting a result like that bring them back down to Middleton yeah I think they'd be happy enough for that even though they did go ahead in that game uh, College Corinthians winning 7-2 to Scarys Town uh, fantastic result for them yeah fantastic game Milo, but a hat-trick as well uh, for the Cork side so it's a really really good result and uh, it hasn't been a good day overall I suppose for the Cork teams no because uh, UCC have lost 2-0 to home farm Castleview lose Man- sorry Carol Manchester United have just gone 3-2 well. up on Sheffield United um, Marcus Rashford with the goal there for the Red Devils 79 minutes on the clock uh, a graphic had just come up in Sky Sports um, on the 74 minute mark saying goals conceded by teams in the last 15 minutes and it had Sheffield United no goals conceded in the last 15 minutes over the course of the season they've just conceded twice in the last 15 minutes Sheffield United 2 Manchester United 3 that's Marcus Rashford who's uh, put um, United ahead and Edward Ward has put his phone away and has taken Pochettino off Speed <laughs> Super, we get an update from that one shortly. Uh, Castleview, yeah, losing out 2 0 to Colester, Donna Kearney, and uh, St. Kevin's boys, also a Dublin outfit, uh, defeating Everton three goals to one. In golf, Spain's John Ram won the season ending DP World Tour Championship today, along with it, the lucrative race to Dubai prize. The 25 year old birdied the last finish on 19 under par and beat Tommy Fleetwood by a single shot. Rory McIlroy finished in fourth on 12 under after a one over final round of 73. Open champion Shane Lowry ended on seven under par for the tournament after shooting a two under final round of 70 that left the Open champion 12th in the tournament and 4th in the race to Dubai and in basketball two games in the Women's Super League today Ambassador UCC Glammeyer have beaten Priobel Colester 96-74 while Father Matthews have overcome Singleton Super Valley Brunel in a Cork Derby 75-64 Alright Kieran, thanks for that uh, we will go back in here from uh, Rena Buckley as uh, she spoke briefly after their win today over Mackay Rovers in the uh, All-Ireland Junior Club Championship final Yeah look it's OC ending I, I have to say it was when you're playing a game that was you know as exciting a game as any you know the crowd were so audible for for the whole game and they really got behind each of their teams you know both both teams 
travel the numbers. So look, it's fantastic for ladies football. It's fantastic for women's sport, and it's great for sport. Sport is brilliant. I have never in my entire radio broadcasting career met a woman as modest, a player as modest as Rena Buckley. Very modest player, and she scored seven points in that. Not win, modest in the playing sense, but like you know, obviously she's oh, yeah. one of the best person to play Gaelic games in this country ever. Um, but just like the way she conducts herself off the pitch, she never takes credit. She never kind of like puts it in. It's always about the team. It's always about everyone else, bar herself. Um, but even just what she was saying there, you know, from someone who has achieved so much mm. in the the game, and you know, I love sport. I love. Yeah. All that, it's uh, great to hear. So, uh, congratulations to them, yeah. Yeah, we're going to hear now from their uh, manager, Donny Deneen, who was uh, in conversation with you, Kieran, just before we uh, came on her. Absolutely, yeah, we're delighted with it. You know, um, I suppose we've been down there for a few years, um, and occasions like this don't come around too often, so we're absolutely thrilled. Great day for the local community. Like, uh, the Mikhail Rovers really push you to the fin of the collar, even going to extra time, and right at the death, um, there was action. Yeah, sure. Look, when you're in all Ireland final, you expect it to be fairly tough. You know, you won't get anything easy. Um, I suppose it's very sweet when you win by a point like that, you know, in extra time. That makes it all the sweeter, you know. We're absolutely thrilled. Like, you you sound a very relaxed man, I suppose, now, now that you've won the, the All-Ireland title. But, like, you couldn't have been that relaxed, especially in those dying minutes. Well, you, you sort of have to be, really, you know, because you have to make the decisions on the line as the game goes on, you know, so you can't get too excited or get too involved in the game. You just have to keep an eye on what's going on, you know. Yeah, and look, uh, some fantastic performances uh, across the pitch as well. Absolutely, yeah, and we're delighted with everyone. We have a panel of 31, and look, there was um, league matches there earlier on the season when we were tight in numbers, and everyone put their shoulder to the wheel, and that, that's what got us to where we are today. Yeah, and naturally, look, when you say Dunhamore, people will automatically think of Rena Buckley, but she did put over seven points as well today, which is a huge uh, turnover for her. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I don't have the stats now myself, but yeah, yeah. seven, I, I believe it's like, but um, yeah, sure, look, her experience is just massive, and it showed there definitely at the end of the game, you know, when we were under a bit of pressure, so she's, as I say before, said before, she's a tremendous role model there for the young girls, you know, and they all look up to her. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and what, what's the, the plan now? Uh, before we started recording, it sounded like a very boisterous bus. Uh, I assume that'll continue after the call, but uh, what's the plan? Yeah, we're actually heading to Innes now. We're just for, uh, we'll have a meal now on the way down, and we hope to be back down in Dunamore about 9 o'clock. And um, I suppose we've had huge support from the community, the community council and the GA and all the, the locals. So we'll celebrate with them tonight, and we'll hopefully go visit the schools tomorrow and share it with them, because... Those young people are the future of our club, so we need to involve them in, the, them in this as well, you know. And that's another thing, actually, Donny. Like, obviously, a big crowd uh, travelled up from Mid Cork today for that oh, game. It's unbelievable! Uh, you could hear it there near the very end the way they roared us on, like it was like having an extra player on the field. They were absolutely fantastic. Yeah, fantastic stuff there, Johnny Deneen there, the uh, Dunamore um, manager speaking after their win in the All-Ireland Final today. And uh, yeah, celebrations are going to be something else, I'd imagine, here. Yeah, will we go to Dunamore? Yeah, I think we, we might have to. Yeah. We should have done, yeah, we should have done the show live from there. <laughs> we could. to get the celebration started for when they arrive back. But uh, Morn Abbey yesterday, we'll hear from them a little bit later on in the show. And uh, Dunamore say it's an incredible weekend for, for Cork Ladies Football. Yeah, fantastic, absolutely. Um, you mentioned Morn Abbey. We were, I was driving home to Mallow from the Christmas party very late last night and you could see all the lights in the community centre yeah. still uh, 
pretty flashing. So, probably still uh, flashing. <laughs> probably still going on up there in Morn Abbey, but uh, yeah, it's a fantastic weekend. Um, it's, do you know what? It's just disappointing. Introvers didn't make it all the way, yeah. but um, to make it a treble, but look, fantastic day for, for Dunamore, who I think you might have mentioned, uh, or I heard it somewhere anyway, that up to two years ago they were struggling to even field the team. Yeah. So, uh, huge achievement. Yeah, absolutely fantastic stuff. Congratulations uh, to everyone from Dunmore, uh, from uh, all of us here at Cork FM. It's an incredible achievement and enjoy the celebrations. They're certainly well deserved. All right, going to go to Lee Stott, who's a Bramall Lane. It's Sheffield United 2, Manchester United 3. These three goals have come pretty much out of nowhere and the latest was a good finish from Marcus Rashford after a great move down the left. Anthony Martial and then Daniel James getting the cross in for Rashford to put it in. Sir Alex Ferguson on the big screen right now. He's got a smile on his face. No wonder. Sheffield United 2, Manchester United 3. Yeah, he certainly does. He's pretty happy with that and there are 14 and a half minutes left to go in normal time there as Sheffield United uh, come forward now and look to try and find and equaliser alright I'm uh, going to talk uh, Father O'Neill's a fantastic win for them today in the AIB Munster Intermediate uh, Hurling Championship finally beating Barry Saggart of Waterford 2.15 to 17 points was how it finished in Dungarvan I'm going to hear from them now we're going to hear from uh, Jerm Mellerick first off in conversation with Kieran. yeah it's just an uh, unreal feeling um, at the start of the year our goal was to win the county and uh, we, we put everything into winning that and we said this is bonus territory we want to do for ourselves and thank God we got over the line. Yeah, like, uh, I suppose a lot of people wrote Belly Saggers off before the game. I know you wouldn't have, but they really put it up to you. Yeah, there. they really put it up to us, but we knew that coming in. We were under no illusions. Um, all the media were saying that this is going to be a walkover, but we knew better than that. We know these boys have serious spirit and they've showed it all along the year. And uh, it's hard to beat a winning, a winning team, like, and we're just happy that we've done that today. You, you kind of kept on top. You drove on towards the end of the game, but they came back right there at the end again. Yeah, yeah, we always, we always seem to do that. We kind of draw teams onto us in the last, in the last few minutes. We kind of sit back, but uh, we were very disappointed with our first half for us. But we really showed up in the second half, and we got the goal there, and we kicked on. We're delighted with that. Yeah, look, uh, an All Ireland semi final. Look forward to the third week of January. But you know, obviously, here in the yeah. background, you'll enjoy this. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we've celebrated this now first and we'll have a good Christmas and it'll be all guns blazing in for month of January sound like the celebrations have started in earnest there at the end of that interview, Kerr. Uh, yes, pretty much and they're not going in for quite a while I would think. Um, great day for Father O'Neill's. What kind of game was it? Do you know what? It was actually a very, very good game. Um, Helter Skelter, uh, Bally Saggart having a couple of chances, Father Neils having a lot of goal chances. Uh, Decky Dalton got in for, well, he did score a goal. He got another goal, but the uh, referee adjudicated that he had thrown the ball. Uh, which right. I think that it happened them in the county final in Cork as well when they were running in. They hand passed, uh, or it looked like it was hand passed across the goals and then hit in. But uh, on both occasions today and the county final, they were ruled for throwing the ball across. So yeah. uh, the goal obviously didn't uh, didn't count. But a fantastic game, fantastic goals as mentioned from Decky Dalton and uh, Billy Dunn as well. And do you know one thing? Uh, Declan Dalton is obviously the, the one of the main go-to men for Father O'Neill's, yeah. but he was really like Kieran Fennessy, the full-back for Bally Saggart, was on him like glue, yeah. like even for freeze or sidelines or whatever, just stuck and on him, man-marking job. Like if you know, I don't know whether you were ever told the same when you were training at juvenile level, but uh, the Watch coach him. might say. If you, like if you can't hear him breathe, you're gone too far away from him. And that's exactly what uh, it was like <laughs> today. Um, 
Karen Fennessy did a really good man-marking job. He got a yellow uh, eventually. He probably deserved it a bit earlier, but he got a yellow all right for his uh, troubles. But um, fantastic day for Father O'Neill's. Uh, really, really yeah. fantastic. Great performances across the pitch as well. Um, John Barry there, you know, a stalwart uh, of, of Father O'Neill's. Mark O'Keefe as well. Um, just great, great performance from the, the club. All right, we're going to hear now from uh, their joint managers. First, we'll hear from uh, Dave Colbert. Thrilled, thrilled, yeah. Jesus, a, a great game to win. Absolutely great game to win. Yeah, delighted with it. Uh, very tough game, actually. Probably uh, Bally Sager probably weren't expected to, or people were saying they wouldn't put it up to you as much as they have, but they, they certainly put you to the pin of the collar. Yeah, we knew that. We knew that coming down. Like all that talk during the week is nonsense. You're playing county champions in, uh, in, Waterford, in Waterford on the day. You know you're in for it. And there's a fine hurling team. You saw it today. And uh, we're just thrilled to pull through. Yeah, and looking. All Ireland semi-final to look forward to in three weeks. Obviously, you'll uh, enjoy this first. We will, yeah. We will look after we look after ourselves now tonight, and uh, we'll come through that. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll enjoy this one. It's a great one. Um, it's obviously fantastic going into Christmas now, being uh, Cork and Munster champions. Ah, it's fantastic! Look up the stand here, and all our people up on the stand roaring the man they got to get the cup here. It's it's fantastic. These are unbelievable days. I suppose we won the Junior 2005. We probably never thought we'd be in this situation again and here we are it's it's remarkable uh, what the club has done whatever in the club has done our members our supporters to get us back here it's just fantastic yeah absolutely fantastic scenes there um, you can hear the celebrations ongoing Sheffield United have equalised against Manchester United at three apiece now 90 minutes on the clock however I'm watching this without sound I think it's going to a VAR check for a handball <laughs> Your favourite. Uh, yeah, I love VAR so, so much. I think it's going to a VAR check oh, for a possible wow. handball. Um, just waiting to see um, what's happening. Yeah, it looks like it's a handball and the United players calling for it straight away. And as you know, with VAR, if it touches the hand in any way, shape or form, it's a handball um, and it's given... Um, regardless uh, of intent um, in the box so yeah it is gone to a VAR check um, this is exciting I'm um, not entirely sure touches his hand um, I, it's nice to hear you say it's uh, you know it's exciting it's normally yeah. you're not really excited about it well it was Oliver McBurney um, who took the ball down he kind of took it down on his thigh it bounced up hit his arm um, it, it looks like it's hit the 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 part of your arm between your your shoulder. Yeah, his bicep, basically. That's the best, that's the word I'm looking for. I'm class at anatomy. Uh, it looks like it's hit his bicep. Um, I'm not entirely sure if that's going to be given. Um, Var now just zo- zooming in and out and zooming all around, looking at all the angles. Um, that looks like it's going to be given as a handball, and if it is given as a handball and a free kick just far as the absolute worst I mean like he's done everything he can to get his arm out of the way of controlling that ball and it's no it's given it's given oh, it's wow. been given Sheffield United 3 Manchester United 3 uh, into time added on uh, Oliver McBurney with the equaliser in this 3-all uh, uh, classic and the happy roar at Bramall Lane and uh, yeah Var not ruining a goal there so I'm happy out. <laughs> I'm happy out with that one <laughs> alright we're going to hear from uh, Father Neil's um, other joint manager uh, Brian Sweeney he was chatting to Kieran Murphy yeah absolutely huge huge achievement um, what our club has done in the past has been has been, has been brilliant and has been a a platform for days like today and um, look as you hear behind it what it means to the lads you know we um, we had to dig it out as hard as we could today today was a real real battle and credit to Bally Sagard we knew that we couldn't underestimate him and they put us up right right to the pin of our collar and right into the end 
But these lads have worked hard all year just to put in that performance and to get 60 minutes and to show heart and spirit to get it, to get it out. And look, we're delighted. And uh, look, we have to enjoy this as well. It's good to see how much of the overall last year's Premier 1 success played, done 21 success, plays in this team. And with the large majority of this team being involved last year in the success in the under 21 final against Middleton. Well, look, obviously, like last year's under 21 was a big part of it. But look, but there's a lot more as well in under 21 that the club has won. If you think back uh, 2011, 2013, we won two minors. 2015, we won at least Cork under 21. And the backbone of some of those teams was involved in those teams as well. And obviously, then we've won football titles on the way. So while last year's under 21 was a big a big monkey off the back and a big stepping stone gave us the belief and confidence to go and perform like this today is it's been a, it's been a collective effort for the last uh, you know 15 years probably since we won the Munster yeah, that is uh, Brian Sweeney, joint manager, speaking to Kieran Murphy um, after uh, today's uh, absolutely fantastic uh, win for Father O'Neill's. A lot of debate on Twitter at the moment as to whether or not that was a handball. Some people saying it was his shoulder, some people saying it was McBurney's uh, hand. Um, but the goal has stood and it's Manchester United 3, uh, Sheffield United 3. Um, and there's just uh, a couple of seconds left there. Are right, going to hear more from the Father O'Neill's camp? Going to hear now from uh, Daniel Harrington, the joint captain. Unbelievable, yeah. Look, when we were coming down here, we knew we were, we were more or less coming down into their backyards and we, were going, we knew what we were going to expect off from the battle. Like, and look, that's what we got in the first half. They, they, they really had us um, to a, in a tight lock there, you know, and it was kind of hard to pull away from them. But um, in the end, we, we said at halftime, we just have to keep popping over the points. The goals will come. Another goal came, but we, the difference was we just kept popping over the points, and yeah, that was the main difference, really. Yeah. You mentioned it there, but they really put you to the pin of the collar for the, the whole game, even even when you got ahead there towards the end, they came right back at it. Those few nervy moments, maybe. Yeah, as I said, like it's, it was kind of similar to a similar scenario to when we played Black Rock in the quarterfinal. We felt we were coming into their backyard a bit, like, and um, you know, when 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 the code is they have a low code like that, it's hard to kind of quiet them, and when they get a few points like that. They start to build up back belief again, like so. Um, look, it was for us. It was just about keeping that bit ahead, and once we kept that bit ahead and just kept popping over them points, we always knew it was going to come, and time was just going to run out. Then, you know. Look, massive support as well from the the Father O'Neill's uh, areas. Savage, yeah. I say we were a bit outnumbered today, but um, I looked. They'll, they'll travel near and far, no worries, and I'm sure. Yeah, we, whenever we play in Ireland, and we find no, whenever it'll be, they'll, I'm sure they'll be they'll travel in their packs again. That, that's it. You'll have a bit of a distance probably to travel for that. That's the third week of January. A bit of time away, a month and a half, but uh, plenty of time to celebrate this. Yeah, I no doubt we'll, we'll celebrate Christmas anyway a bit. Um, but yeah, once Christmas is over, fellas are really focused again, and there's something special to do. Something the club has never done before, like today. The club had never done this before yeah. today. So um, yeah, look. We'll enjoy Christmas, and once Christmas is over, we'll refocus again. And look, uh, just lastly, before I leave you go, Daniel, um, even for your family, there's a lot of trophies going there to the, the Harrington household for yourselves. It's obviously very proud of being joint captain as well. Yeah, yeah um, as it's great like when you see your, your siblings winning um, winning trophies in Crow Park, and they're kind of thinking one day, geez, will I ever be there now? But it's, it's getting very realistic now at this stage. But um, ah, it's, it's great, yeah. The, the, She's in Abu Dhabi, yeah. Abby, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're here lifting a, another cup. I can imagine she's going to be very, very jealous. Yeah, I know. Like even she was putting up well wishes there on Facebook, and to be honest, I say she's got it. She's not here. The one time she goes away, we we start winning things again. Like so, I say. I look. She's having. She's having whatever her fun over there. But I say she'd rather be at home. No, to be honest. Yeah. Yes, Daniel Harrington there, mm-hmm. the joint captain there of Father Hills. Full-time whistle has gone to Bramall Manchester United and Sheffield United playing on a three-all draw. I'll get your report on that in a bit. Um, 
they like in the players that you spoke to today they didn't really want to talk too much about the All-Ireland semi-final they, both of them just said look we'll enjoy Christmas we'll get back onto it after that but they're 60 minutes away from Croke Park and that's the pinnacle for any club player it, sure, look, if we all want to to play in Crow Park or get a... Or referee in Crow Park. <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but yes, referee in Crow Park. Um, I, do, I have done it before at yeah, the start yeah. of my refereeing career. Right. Uh, Half time between Cork and Roscommon, uh, so, yeah. under 15 games. But so you started at the top and now yeah, walking away back up. backwards. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, uh, it should be uh, noted actually, Dan Harrington, for those who don't know Father O'Neill's, his sister Sarah was captain of the Cork Intermediates uh, Camogie team, right. who uh, did uh, very well there for a number of years but uh, yeah they're not too bothered I suppose it is a month and a half away just yeah. over that so it's hard to I suppose think about it when it is that far away they don't know who they'll be playing yet um, I don't think but uh Look, it's fantastic. They have so much time to enjoy the win because they didn't have that kind of time when they won the county title. They're kind of straight back out again. And it's nice to just chill out now for a while, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, just look, it's the be all and end all, I suppose. When, when you get start to get a run, um, it, it's fantastic that you can even look ahead and just think, yeah, it was 60 minutes away from a, an All-Ireland final in, in Crow Park. It's the... As he said, it's the pinnacle of, of every club player's career, you know, that to be there. All right, last one for Father Neil. It's going to hear from Paddy Butler. Unbelievable. Oh, absolutely unbelievable. Like, at the start of the year, who would have thought it? Like, you know, I only came back onto the panel there halfway through the year after playing the junior. Like, I'm so happy the lads brought me back on. And it's just, it's surreal, to be honest with you. Surreal. You see the underage achievements in the last few years from Father O'Neill's, especially with that under-21 success in the Premier 1 last year. And it's played such a huge role in Father O'Neill's meteoric ride over the past few years. Again, even today, the conditions were, to be fair, for November, they were very good. But again, they were also very tough. Like These lads are seasoned at this stage. This is their fifth or sixth year playing at the adult level in Father O'Neill's. Like. So again, topped with that under-21 win a few years back. And the county a few years back, these lads are only going further and further. And finally, like the role of you, uh, you and Owen Conway in particular, like the senior members of the squad, and it plays such a big role when you're coming in, coming up from the on 21 and the minor level, and like the the the, the blend between the experience and and youth in the team, it's it's unbelievable. It seems to be working well so far. Anyway, like again, I was lucky enough to get my second start now today, like and hopefully. I could drive it on again there now but again with these young lads a lot of these lads played cock on their age and again they can be playing at the top level all the way up through their age groups like so again they're teaching me kind of things as well like you know so you know it works very well yeah it's Podge Butler there speaking to Karen Murphy after uh, today's win uh, so congratulations indeed uh, to Father and Niels I'm sure they're going to enjoy the celebrations they'll enjoy Christmas and then get back on the, the horse uh, for the All-Ireland semi-final in January we're going to take a quick break when we come back and have more from uh, more now we're going to hear from their manager Shane Ronane Miss the show? Grab the Big Red Bench podcast at redfm.ie. Corks Red FM. Uh, Glasgow City have won the uh, Scottish Women's Cup final 4-3 this afternoon. Corks Clare Shine winning it for Glasgow City with an absolute cracker uh, cutting in from the, the right-hand side. Uh, sends two defenders for a hot dog and curls the uh, the ball into the top left-hand corner with her left foot. Um, we just posted it on our Twitter page. You have to see this. An Absolutely cracking goal from Claire Shine and a, a goal worthy of winning uh, any match. You should have to see this. It's a brilliant goal from the Cork. Congratulations indeed uh, to Claire Shine on that victory today. We are going to look uh, back. Actually, before we do that, we're going to hear briefly from Matt Tipperary's Boris Lee 
who won their first AIB Munster Club hurling title since uh, 1986 as we discussed earlier they beat uh, Pally Gunner of Waterford at 112 to 111 a bit of an upset at Parkier Inn today we're going to hear now from Brendan Maher so sweaty Brendan Maher of Tipperary and Bursley you are an AIB Munster Club senior hurling champion how does that feel? Ah, it's unbelievable it's hard to believe you know, I think we'll wake up at some stage you know, this feels like a bit of a dream the whole, the whole year like apart from in our final it's just been one it's a roller coaster, I suppose but uh, we're riding the wave now and we're just going to keep on going Talk to me about that performance because you battled your way to victory here didn't you? Yeah it was gritty and to be honest like during the week when we heard the weather was going to be bad we saw it as a positive for us because we have a physical team and we said you know if we can get in these ass faces and make it a bit dirty like that we'll uh, and I don't mean that in a ill-disciplined way but uh, you know make it kind of gritty and we grind out a victory and that's exactly what happened And you had to take your chances and you did that goal was something special Yeah Kieran Maher is, uh, he's very calm he's, uh, he, he doesn't do panic same fella now um, and it was a great finish great run he's very good at that goal in and thankfully it oh, comes off those runs are made every game and nothing comes off him but thankfully today he, he got on the end of a pass you know I mean this in a respectful way but they would have been the favourites he would have been the small country team against the big city team yeah. it kind of reminded me towards the end of that game of Mullen Nocta and Croaks last year yeah. that, that the closer it got to the end the nervier the bigger team got and the smaller team took advantage is that what it felt like on the pitch or how did it work out yeah I kind of felt there around 55-56 minutes I said we're winning this one like I just kind of felt that the chances would come our way and you just kind of get that feeling in games where you know a chance is going to come and we felt like the chances were going to come and thankfully you know we took them um, but look I mean they said fighting to the very end I mean we had some nervy moments up in defence there and like the boys in the full back line in particular today like we, we took the chance of pushing forward I pushed on Parik Mahoney our two half backs pushed up we decided let's have a go at them and get in their faces and see what happens like, so as a full back line like, that's a nightmare to, to try and deal with that for 60 minutes so credit to, to Paddy Drifter and Foxy inside the full back line like, I thought they put in an unbelievable display today and you mentioned it during the week Bursity has been through a tough time in the last year so this will mean a hell of a lot I will look I mean you can see it around you there the elation from everyone it's just it's unbelievable it's just it's, it's hard to believe really and uh, we'll soak it in over the next few days and we'll celebrate like we do in Boris as always <laughs> Christmas has been extended in Bursity well done Brendan Mark thanks, Oshin, thanks Brendan, well. yeah it's Oshin Langan there speaking to Brendan the Maher after uh, their win today uh, Barcelona beating uh, Ballygunner of Waterford 112 to 111 in a bit of an upset today in Parker in their first senior title since 1986 full time report uh, from Bramall Lane Manchester United and Sheffield United playing out a draw Lee Stott three Manchester United three a 90th minute goal from Ollie McBurney rescuing a point for the home side in a game where it looked like they were nailed on for the three points they were 2-0 up until the final quarter thanks to goals from John Fleck and Lee Musa. but then the visitors ineffectual for long periods scored three in seven minutes via Brandon Williams Mason Greenwood and Marcus Rashford before McBurney scored with an effort where a VAR check was needed to determine whether he'd handballed in the build-up full-time Sheffield United 3, Manchester United 3. Right, more now on uh, Warren Abbey's uh, All-Ireland final win yesterday. A fantastic performance uh, from the Cork side as they were crowned back-to-back All-Ireland champions. Uh, made to work hard for it yesterday, uh, but they got there in the end. A fantastic win indeed uh, for the Cork side. Uh, so now we're going to hear from their uh, boss, uh, Shane Ronan. Speaking to Colleen Duffy. Shane, great teams win All-Irelands, but super teams win them back-to-back. 
Yeah, look, I suppose that's what we wanted to be. Uh, we didn't want to be, you know, just kind of a, I suppose, look, we're never going to be a one-hit wonder because of our consistency over the last few years, but we wanted to go back-to-back. Uh, no Cork team had done it in 40 years. Uh, I didn't realise that till someone said it out there. Um, and, you know, I think that that was the determination all year. You know, uh, you had to try and match the raw hunger that the likes of Clamburn would have, would have been bringing to the game um, today, and I think we did, and I think the last few minutes there really showed what hunger we had, that there was our two two of our staff hours below on our own full-back line, Dieran and Noel, uh, fighting on their back for the ball, uh, getting up the field. Noel is up at the other end in to make the final pass into Fitzy. You know, that was great determination. I think, you know, look, that's it's infectious. That's what they do. They're, they're, they're a mighty bunch and they just keep going and they, they weren't going to let it go today. Experienced teams show that composure in those vital moments as well. Kilcairn, Clumburn had a couple of misses before that, which weren't characteristic of them of what we'd seen previously just in this match. You know, it, when the stakes are at their highest, experience yeah, look, it, I suppose it does. Like, and um, you know, look, they're they're a fantastic outfit. Um, they're going to learn from this. I, I just said to the two wards there that, uh, that it's, it's, look, it's, I know we know what, it, what, it's, been, what, it's, what it's what it's like. We've been there. Um, they're they're obviously gutted now, and they, you know. But I think look, they'll learn from it. We certainly learn from it. Would we have won that match two years ago? No way, um, because we decided two years ago once we, we lost that final to Carnacon we were going to take a different approach we were going to take teams on we were too afraid of losing I suppose and when you're too afraid of losing you're not going to win so we went out to win played to win today didn't look good at times but I think we were very brave in that last minute we could have held on for the draw we had 14 players probably would have taken a draw Colleen um, but I think they were very brave I think it was it was the first word on the sheet of what we wanted to do up on the, um, up on the, the board was be brave and I think we were very brave at the end and I think look that's what great teams do that's what champion players do they are brave they make the right decisions when it counts and I suppose that bit of experience fell to Fitzy and she took out a great score, you know. And look, Tom Burgers, some of them are very young, like they're going to learn from this. And you know, um, I suppose that's what, that's that's what that's what you know. You probably have to lose a couple of finals maybe to win one. We lost three and lost the semi final when we wouldn't have been happy with ourselves. But that experience has driven them on, and the girls have done everything that's been asked of them. Not easy to come back this year, like you're, you. We could they could have gone off into the sun, you know, and had their retirements a few of them and things like that. But they kept battling away, and you know, I'm, look, I'm very very proud of them. Being brave, you had to do it a couple of times. You lost the goal through a square ball that was just down to inches. And then, um, as you mentioned, Kira, the sin bin in seven minutes to go, which means sin bins are for 10 minutes, that's you down to 14. You stood up countless times, even at the very start when you were five points to one behind early on. You know, kept that composure. Yeah, I suppose. Look, that's what that's what I suppose the experience does for you. Like we didn't panic. We went five one down. I suppose we we'd missed a couple of chances. They were taking all theirs. Uh, we got in for the goal. Then we started to win a couple of kickouts, and you know we settled into it. And we were look. We the second goal went in. It was looking very good for us. Um, then it was disallowed. Um, I, I've said enough about that. I'd say to be honest with you. Um, you know whether the right decision was made, I don't know. But look, it wasn't made. It certainly wasn't made by the officials on the field uh, no matter what they're going to tell us about it um, ultimately the right decision made that's grand I've no issue with that um, winning at half time a point up we were quite happy but as I felt Clambon were going to keep coming they're going to keep coming keep coming they were very fit uh, they're a superly mobile team Kevin has them well drilled um, you know they have a great calibre of player they weren't going to give it in and I suppose in lots of games in the last you know month or so we've finished very strongly and you know we've tagged on the 7 eight points you know in, in a row Today we couldn't do that. We couldn't get the ball up there. Their their work rate. We just couldn't get it up the field. And we, I suppose, we hadn't had an attack in ages. You know, it's probably six or seven minutes, no ball up the field, one attack, and we get to score. And I suppose that's that, that's that's the key to that. You know, we, we kept going. 
two people in that dressing room I think have finished 2019 on a, on a good note with two All-Irelands You've been one managing tip with the intermediate and obviously this Morn Abbey success and Noel Healy, she's really slotted in quite well. Of course, her all earned win earlier with Dublin. She's a fabulous player to have on board. Yeah, look, a, f- a fabulous player but a, you know, a fantastic person as well, I think, and that's that's what makes the difference. Um, as I said to her in there, yeah, she could have just rolled in and said, look, I, look, I, look I, I'm, um, you know, I, look, I'm a star, I'm going to be on the team. That wasn't the way with her. She was down at training when she couldn't be training. She was doing water at matches when we were playing league matches, all that kind of stuff. She, you know, bought into Mornaby. It seeped into her veins. She loved it, I'd say. We loved having her. And there she was today with a minute to go on her back fighting for us. And I think that's that's testament to the character that she that she is. She's got her learning club now. Uh, you know, if she, if she's, she's probably going to be back in Dublin next year, you know, with work. And um, we'd love to have her for another year, obviously, with a player of her calibre. But as I said, fantastic person. We're delighted that, you know, to have her. And as Lucas, Lucas, it's been an incredible, incredible um, 11 and a half months, I suppose, for myself. Uh, you know, two All-Irelands with Mornaby uh, and an All-Ireland with Tip. You know, it, you know, you can't get, you can't wish for more than that. And uh, I suppose I'm lucky at the moment that things are going right um, you know there was a couple of, couple of years there I remember losing four Ireland's in one year between club and uh, O'Connor Cup and, uh, and two schools finals in a week you know and that's the way it goes you know and uh, I suppose we're on a crystal wave at the moment um, you know in Mornaby and we're certainly going to enjoy it Colleen Yeah that's Shane running there speaking after there went over Kilker and Clumbard to be crowned back to back All-Ireland champions as Colleen quite uh, eloquently put it uh, amazing teams um, win back to back All-Ireland's and that's what Shane Ronan has uh, overseen uh, with this Morn Abbey team and he deserves a tremendous a lot of credit for how he's transformed that team I suppose and made them back to back All-Ireland champions uh, Certainly I think uh, it was mentioned in the captain's winning speech yesterday evening as well that uh, how six years ago he came in and he completely revamped the, their way of thinking and how they did things in Morn Abbey so a huge amount of credit to to Shane there and I don't know where he gets the time he's a teacher up in <laughs> care I think manages um, tip as well isn't he uh, manages tip has won All-Ireland this year with them uh, got did they win the year before they got close and um, they won the year before that uh, he's also involved in the UCC ladies team mm. Um as they say, the man is stuck in everything. Um, but yeah, a fantastic coach. Uh, hopefully, uh, I don't know whether he'll stay on with Morn Abbey or not. Uh, we'll, we'll see in time. But if he does decide to, to leave uh, the, the Morn Abbey stables, I'm sure he mm. won't be out of uh, coaching a thir- another third team for, for much longer. All right, we're going to hear now from Morn Abbey's Laura Fitzgerald. Laura Fitzgerald, have you had time to really reflect on that it's all been a whirlwind last 10 minutes or so from a point behind to win by a point you get the winner and to lift the All-Ireland Cup back to back All-Ireland Champions and to be celebrating with your community here it's brilliant it's um, sweet as a word I suppose you'd use a whirlwind um, I mean I can barely remember the last 10 minutes there I mean it just happened in a flash Um, I'll have to watch it back I think because it was just incredible I mean for the girls to work the ball out from our own 21 to to Noel kick it in here to me and full forward line I mean oh it's just incredible one point incredibly sweet <laughs> 16 seconds to go and get that winning score I mean and the drama that comes with ladies football matches I mean again here tonight you've, your heart would go out to Kilgar and Cumburn as well they played a huge part in the dramatic contest they did I mean but they're an incredible team and I've no doubt they're going to be they're going to be around for the next couple of years they're young they're fit they're fast they, they can only build from this experience. I mean, we've been in that, that position so many times. Um, 
the heartbreak it drives you on even more for the next year so I'm sure next year they're going to be they're going to be up there as contenders definitely you finished with 1-4 it could have been 2-4 the goal was this late you were just there was inches in it I was looking at the TV pictures the markings aren't the best down that end of the ground but mm-hmm. thankful that you managed to come back rectify that and end up with the win and score yeah I mean when things like that happen it's very easy to drop your head but all year long we've been working on positivity and if you miss something the next ball is incredibly important so um, but look at least the technology is there I mean because that could have been the difference between us here and Kilburn um, so I mean thank God it's there and I know, I know it took a long time to, to decipher if it was a goal or not but it, rightfully I suppose it was a slow so pick your head up and go again Titles are never easily won. Last year, you had a bit of a convincing win over Fox Rock, Kevin Teeley. This time round, it was everything you hadn't got last year, but you still have the cup, and that's what matters. We're notorious, yeah, for making things extremely hard for ourselves, but um, look, we just all we can do is keep working. Um, like If things don't go right, again, we work on positivity and concentrate on the next ball. So, I mean, all we can do, like, we're extremely happy and proud of ourselves going home tonight because, I mean, it could have been very easy for us to drop our heads. We were down to 14 in the last eight or nine minutes there. Kier was gone off, but um, we had the head to, to just drive on and keep going, like, until the final whistle, it's never over. What a way to end the year. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, very, very sweet. We're so, so happy. Um, it was a long year. It's been a long, was it, five or six years, but... Um, every time you win a trophy bring it back to the community I mean it's incredible for some of the players this might be the end for them but for some of you there's still plenty more hopefully to come um, some of us yeah some of us not not so much but um, I mean I know there's girls there that um, they're even debating coming back this year but hopefully whoever does go um, it's a nice way for them to go out definitely and just a word for Shane and the rest of the backroom team I mean they've put in huge efforts throughout the years as well um, for the last six years, they have been incredible. Everything we've asked for, um, they have committed 110%. Um, they try, like, everything they do for us, it's it's done with um, full full commitment and all that. But um, we, we can't say thanks enough for them. I mean, they are just incredible, the whole team of them. I mean, you Fionn there, who, like, he takes us for individual trainings. If we miss a training session, like, that kind of commitment, you mightn't get in some other club. But, I mean, we can just be incredibly thankful for all their hard work, definitely. And what about the celebrations tonight? I mean, you've a shorter road tonight from Limerick down to Moran Abbey than you had from Burnell Park last year. So uh, get ready because there's going to be one hell of a party, I imagine. All for the weekend or the week, I don't know which, but um, it's going to be non-stop and... Oh, just like last year, it's going to be incredible and we can't wait to bring the cup back tomorrow anyway. Yeah, it's morning. I was Laura Fitzgerald speaking after their win yesterday. Going to hear now from Skipper Breed O'Sullivan. Well done, Breed. All-Ireland champions again. And that was a harder-earned one, certainly, this evening here in Limerick. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think that last year we were kind of um, out in front in the start, but this year we really had to work for, like, in fairness to Clare and Conburn, like, they lost, you know, uh, one of their best players there at the start and they kept going and going. But um, fair play to Laura Fitz for putting that ball over in the last 30 seconds, you know. Um, she's one of our best shooters and she proved it there today, you know, she was absolutely outstanding. You all showed great resolution. I mean, you were down to 14 after Kira was sinbinned at that stage. You came back after disallowed uh, square ball of a goal you know everything was asked of you tonight you really came through well yeah you know I think a lot of things went against us today and like you know we've been there before when things haven't gone our way and you know when things haven't worked out in the day and I think it just shows what the team has been through and the character of the team that we weren't going to let that happen today and what you've been through over the years it was so hard to get to that All-Ireland podium and lift a cup last year and now to do two in a row I mean all the, all those lean years all those hard years it's all paid off 
absolutely, you know, there are so many girls here who have been on the road in Warren Abbey for so long, you know, the likes of like Sheila O'Callaghan played her heart out there tonight and, um, you know, for some people they've been like going with this team for not only six years as senior but before that as intermediate and junior and, you know, maybe it might be a few people's last time they play for Warren Abbey and we're just delighted that we could um, get over the line for all those people. You were five points to one behind early on but you really, really dug in and, you know, the goals came at key positions as well and even though you were disallowed a goal, came back Clara Fitz I think got a point after the disallowed goal you never drop the heads yeah look you know I don't know much about that goal that wasn't allowed but um, you know obviously it's disappointing when things like that don't go your way but I think it just shows the revolu- resolution of the team like straight away we were in on top of them, them again like Maura won the Maura won the ball from the free and Darren put her over the bar you know it's things like that you when you when that you need on days like this and it's players like that that you need on days like this I don't think there's anyone left behind at home or swarm by people here all well wishers absolutely yeah do you know that's the thing about Morn Abbey it's all about community and um, you know I think everyone in the community is here today and we're just so glad that we could do it for them as well and what's it like to be a captain of an All-Ireland winning team <laughs> um, you know I think maybe it's something that you look back on in a few years and um, reflect on as you know the good days but um, you know it's a really easy team to you'd be captain of you know everyone stands up and is counted on the day and we're just delighted enjoy those celebrations well earned tonight well cheers thanks a million yeah, it's Brad O'Sullivan there speaking after Mornabby's win and indeed congratulations uh, to Mornabby All-Ireland Champions back-to-back All-Ireland Champions and incredible achievement from the Cork side alright we are going to back on Munster's draw with uh, Rassing 92 at Tomond Park last night going to hear from uh, Simon Zebo in a bit returning to his old stomping ground first going to hear from head coach Jan van Gran. Jan van Gran, a, a strange game one you could have won, lost one you could have won how are you feeling after that? Yeah, it's an uh, incredible game of rugby. Um, now it draws is uh, it's exactly like you said. Uh, we could have won it there at the end, and um, now if they won their lineups and kept the ball, we could have lost it as well. Um, brilliant atmosphere, two teams, two heavyweight boxes that went at each other literally till around 12, and and that's a draw. So um, no. Um, uh, obviously, from our point of view, it's a game that we wanted to win. Um, fair play to Racing. Uh, you know, just after half time, they, they got a, a bit up in us and we fought back. And you now, 21 all. Uh, um, I have to go and review that and come back on Monday. Having done so well to get back into the game and draw level early in the second half, how frustrating was it to concede that try to, to make it a seven point game once again? Yeah, it was tough. And Jeremy was injured. He literally got up and Russell spotted him, and that's that's where the line break came. No, uh, brilliant for Jeremy to to get up, but you know that's that's the small things in in the game of rugby. Um, you know, JJ in the first half, he was literally a few centimeters away, and um, you know we had opportunities and they had theirs. And like I said, it's a brilliant Champions Cup game. It looked like you were struggling to get a foothold in that second half, but there seemed to be huge energy when Albi Matheson came on. How delighted were you for him to have such an impact on on his final game? Oh, look, I thought uh, fair play to the whole team. I thought the impacts uh, did really well. I thought Connor played really well in the first um, 60. Albi came on and, and made a big difference. Look, he's uh, been the standard bearer for us over the last few months. Um, incredible human being. Um, we're really going to miss him at Munster. You now he's certainly one of the best and most professional players that, that I've coached um, in my time. On uh, 18 years of coaching professional rugby, he's, he's one of the very best and uh, he's a Munster man now and no one's a monster man always a monster man and we'll miss him 
That's Johan van Grand there speaking with the departing uh, Albi Mathewson um, after uh, Munster's uh, draw with that uh, Rassing in the uh, Champions Cup at Thoman Park. Yes, there, of course, Simon Zebo back on his old stamping ground. Uh, the court man uh, with the French side uh, yesterday. Going to hear from him. Simon Zebo, you know as well as anyone what a big European night at Thoman Park is like. That had a grandstand finish like a few you've seen down the years. What was it like to to go through it and see it all on the other side yeah it's very strange you know uh, you know being in Thoman Park and, and rooting for a team that's not Munster to, to win um, so yeah it was, it, was, it, was, it was strange but it was a very close game neck and neck um, two really good sides going at it in tough conditions and um, yeah we're happy with what we came away with uh, not a lot of teams come here and get anything from uh, Thoman Park so we can be proud of what we've done you came away with a couple of points but I mean it could have been so much more five minutes to go you're in the lead as you say though on the flip side of that with a minute or you know less than a minute to go on the on the clock you're watching Jay Johanneran step back in the pocket it can absolutely go either way yeah absolutely we kick a, we kick a penalty uh, with eight minutes to go and we go two scores ahead and, and that's probably the game you know and you know we have a line out in our 22 we knock it on they get the line outs they get the pressure they they have an opportunity to take a drop goal and you know there's ebbs and flows in the game and, and either side could have taken it at the end but um, I, I just reward the, the, the two points for both sides I'd imagine were you, were you pleased that you kind of did yourself justice with a performance back at Thoman Park there was obviously a lot of pressure on yourself and, <laughs> and Dunnock as well were you pleased with how you actually went yourself out there yeah of course yeah I did the best I could I, I carried hard I, I ran as well as I could I, you know, I, I was. It's probably the first game in my whole career I was ever nervous before, and I had my son who arrived on Monday. I've had a hectic week. I, I probably trained the worst I've ever trained in the lead up to the game, and you know, I, it was just a, a sleep deprived, deprived, and a crazy, crazy week. But um, to not be at fault for us losing a game or something like that I'll take at this stage but uh, I'm happy with how I played and you know it's a, it's a tough game to go especially when you have Connor and JJ throwing up bombs in the all left right and centre so um, it'll be a very different game in the arena I'd imagine so um, I'm looking forward to that How did it feel coming out for the warm up? I was taking my seat at the time you got an absolutely huge ovation from the Munster fans but during the game then you throw a forward pass yeah. and by God they're quick to remind you about that aren't they? Debatable whether it's forward or not <laughs> But yeah. you, were, you were called for a forward pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sure, these things happen. Everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. Um, everybody's human. Um, I threw a forward pass. I got a bit of stick from it. And yeah, you laugh at these things. Um, they're called. But it's, it's, it's the monster way, isn't it? They'll, they'll, they'll cheer you onto the pitch beforehand, but they'll they'll remind you about it if there's if there's something to. And I love that about them. And I'd have them no other way. It's just pure passion and you know desire for their team to win. And, and that's why they're different to every other team. And um, they're the best supporters in the world. And, and you know I loved play, being back here I, I love this club I, I love the supporters and, and yeah it was just it was just a great occasion and I enjoy when they gave me that kind of that stick you know it's, it's a little bit of mark of respect otherwise if you're if, you're, if there's nobody booing you then you're not you're not doing much right yeah that's Simon Z with that speaking after the Heineken Cup uh, the Champions Cup draw with that monster yesterday uh, the, it's weird calling him a racing 92 player when you're talking to in, in a monster contact in a context but indeed, uh, congratulations as well to him on the birth uh, of this baby uh, earlier on in the week. All right, that's uh, pretty much it from us tonight. However, today is a slightly uh, sombre occasion, as uh, today is the uh, the last time Kiran and I will present the Big Red Bench together. Kiran is going legit. He's going legit. He's leaving us behind, and he's off to the big bad world. Um, 
So yeah, it's our last show together. You sad? Yeah. Are you happy? Well, I'm quite sad. No, but I, I thought you were going to overlook it, and I was actually quite happy because I don't. It, these these situations are really awkward. Yeah, I know, and I want to make it as <laughs> awkward as I possibly can for you. Uh, you've been at Red FM uh, for the last what eighteen months? Um, what twenty one months? Close <laughs> enough. Uh, what has been your highlights? Handing in your notice, I suppose. Uh, certainly <laughs> up there. Yes. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm not. He's I'm, welling up. <coughs> yeah, it was all the the chat last night <coughs> at the Christmas party. Actually, my thoughts in a pretty bad yeah, way. Yeah, all day. Yeah, yeah. Um, party, yeah. uh, as sappy and as every cliche as it sounds, working with yourself for um, you genuinely look. We we'll, we can have a, a hog and a cuddle outside after we, we go off. But um, uh, yeah, as we always do after the show. <laughs> we shows. do that anyway. Yeah. Um, no, it's look, I. I I don't know what to say. Um, yeah, look, dude, it's been, been a, it, it's been a pleasure working with you over over the last while. Um, the show's gone from strength to strength with you, and now you've you've raised the standard. It's up to me now yeah. to to maintain it, and uh, hopefully uh, we, I'll be able to do that. Uh, at the end of the day, it's a two person show. There's two of us doing it, um, so. If if it's gone up, it's because two of us have been oh. doing it and adding to us. Uh, no, to be fair, okay. I certainly didn't <laughs> bring it up. Um, I have been told numerous times on the pitch while refereeing that I should <laughs> stick to the radio, so maybe <laughs> I shouldn't have had it in my notice. I don't know. Um, but yeah, and also actually, I sh- should uh, say thanks to all the other Cork journals as well. And yeah. where I've gone the last two three weeks, uh, I don't know how it got out to them because I didn't say anything. But um, you know how, how, they, how word spreads in Cork it's media. A, it's a small industry, it's a little sewing circle. But um, yeah, thanks to them for uh, all their kind words. But um, no, look, it's uh, I'm going to wind down the clock now. But it's been absolutely <laughs> fantastic working for the last 20, 21 months. Uh, best uh, co-presenter. Oh. You were the only one, but you were the best, <laughs> best colleague. And look, uh, really, really, really going to miss it. Yeah. Um, look, we don't know what the future holds, uh, yeah. but we'll see. But um, yeah, look, thanks for everything. Man. Yeah, thank and thank you for everything as well. And you've been a credit to the station. Uh, you've slotted in so seamlessly here, and you're going to be missed tremendously uh, by everyone here, not least me. Um, so thanks very much indeed for everything. But it's not the last time you're going to be presenting the Big Red Bench uh, yeah. this year. You'll be back in two weeks' time. Three weeks <laughs> I know, time. yeah. It's hard to say. Yeah, goodbye. I'll be back in three weeks. Yeah, if you're on presenting the 13th and the 14th. But again, thanks, everybody. Thank you for everything. Uh, thank you, man. Thanks. All right, that's it from the Big Red Bench. That's it from Kieran. Kieran, little round of applause. Hey, give myself a round of applause. All right, our podcast will be online uh, very, very shortly indeed. Stay tuned for uh, Green on Red with Alan Donovan up next. Three hours of the best Irish music. And uh, I will talk to you next Saturday at 6. The Big Red Bench. Saturday and Sunday from 6 p.m. Cork's Red FM.